welcome to I'll Marry You, a podcast with me, Olivia Coleman, full of tips and tricks from the UK wedding scene, interviews with industry experts, and a whole lot of oversharing. So if you tuned into last week's podcast, then you were listening to my story time, and you would have listened to me talk about this stupidly wonderful wedding. That's how I refer to your wedding. Stupidly, stupidly wonderful wedding in Corfu. I think I described you as like attractive enough for Hollyoaks, but like in a classy way. <laughs> or like Love Island, but a bit older. <laughs> Either of those are fine. Um, so what's really lovely is because um, the bride and groom of the, Cor- the infamous stupidly attractive Corfu wedding our friends of ours, I've invited them over for Sunday lunch. I got rid of him because he's no use to us and got rid of my husband and they've taken the child away, which was a hard slog. And I'm now sat here with Fizz and crisps that we're not allowed to eat because they're too noisy with the beautiful Meg, who is the bride. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited to be here and drinking Fizz on a Sunday afternoon. So Meg's just said to me, I'm so happy to be talking about my wedding again. It's going to be the best day. Don't you have to relive it, it all everyone? over again? Not enough. No, I know. <laughs> it's people stop asking you about it, don't they? It's very unfortunate. Yeah. How long after you, after you came home from Greece did people stop talking about it? Oh, to be honest, I think it was a good couple of weeks. Sure. We, I mean, we're still talking about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're here. We're still talking about it. It's March. Um... No, yeah, it, it was a while, actually. We did have a huge amount of guests that kept coming to us and just said, oh, we just had the best time and we keep thinking back to it. And I'm sure you've done the same, but what I did for pretty much every weekend after the wedding, I mean, until now, now really, yeah. is I just look through the wedding photos and all the Do you really? Look video. through them that often? I do, I do. I sit in the bath, I have a little scroll. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> I sit in the bath, it I makes scroll. Me so have a little flick. That's too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> by the way, the, my podcast come with an explicit, like you know, when you get the E in the Thank box. Thank God, so I can swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Bloody go for it. Um, <laughs> to be fair, yeah, you do look for your photos for a while. Meg said to me the other day, "Should is it bad to like print all the photos out, and put them in your house?" I it's yeah. Not. This is a big question for me. So I've been umming and ahhing since again the wedding um, about putting all the photos, framing them, and putting them up the staircase. Um, is that too much? <laughs> very Pinterest-y. Is that a bit self-obsessed? No, it's not. <laughs> but like I said to you... I it... could break it up with a few prints. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. But also, <laughs> the, the photos from your wedding that aren't necessarily of people yeah. are like prints. Exactly, they're yeah. They're like so... something that you get in Ikea. Yeah. No, yeah. But they're more upmarket. <laughs> Come on, please. Yeah, yeah, like, what's that white, white wall incredible. gallery or yeah. whatever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something you buy. They're the kind of prints that, like, bachelors buy when they move into their house and they, they need artwork. <laughs> But they're like generic, you know. Maybe generic we sell them. Grecian beach photos. I do. I love them though. I like lo- just oh, gotcha. e- yeah. Even the simple ones of just yeah, the olive trees and the views. Remind me the name back. of your photographer. Um, Anestes. How do you say? I so won't. Name? I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> How do you say? That's so cruel. And she's saying that everyone because Anestes. she can't say my husband's surname. Can you say your husband's surname? Ask me later. <laughs> Have another fizz. <laughs> I, so I did There's s- a reason I chose to keep my name. Well, this is what I said on Storytime Podcast last week. Even you didn't take his name. This is true. Did, did I, he mind that? Do you know, he was absolutely fine. It was actually his suggestion. And funnily enough, sometimes when we book restaurant 
oh we, we yeah call up and do restaurant bookings he'll give my name anyway he's done that for years just because he oh, can't really? be bothered to no. spell out his gotta be guilty there we are it's a very strange thing because i get to like a brick wall when i say it i can't even gotta keep gotta keep like i it's very hard to finish it's a beautiful name but but not yours <laughs> <laughs> so when I because we're recording this before the Storytime podcast has come out, so Megs has yet to listen to it. I'm nervous for that. Very Should we excited. get together and drink fizz for that oh, as well? Please, can we? Um, I'll just sit quietly and listen to myself. I actually like to just spend my time listening to my own podcasts. <laughs> Sometimes Megs <laughs> like, "What are you listening to?" Myself, me, deal with just that. me. It's not in canto anymore. Um, so you haven't heard that podcast. You haven't heard me talk about it. So you don't know what I said. But you know me well enough to know. <laughs> should I be nervous? Yeah, you should be nervous. Okay. You should be terrified. Don't. I would say don't tally granny because that's the kind of tone. But your granny's pretty wild. So, um, but we. I spoke about. I covered quite a lot of it. So to go back to the beginning, then Christos Kadiki Kadiki Christos Smith. Um, Chris Smith. Chris Smith. What's his author name? Oh, Chris G. Wright. So he took his mother's maiden name. Yeah, so Christos is a novelist, in mm-hmm. case being that fit isn't enough. <laughs> He's also an author. <laughs> um, uh, and yes, okay, so Chris G. Wright. Yeah. Which makes him sound like a stripper. It's a stripper. Chris G. Wright. Um, so he's from Corfu. Yeah. And you were together a while before you got engaged. Did you mm-hmm. always know you'd get married abroad? Yes, I think so. Um, is I it mean... always going to be Greece? For me, yes. Um, I mean, I love, if anyone knows me, I absolutely love being abroad and I'm the happiest when on holiday, let's be honest. In the sun and in the sea. Yeah, Mm. I feel my best. So, um, yeah, I... I mean, it's it was so nice to be able to go back to Corfu and and do that for Christos, but also me. Did you look at any other countries? No, we didn't actually. No, we... And we did you even at... look in the UK? Did you even go to a venue? No, not one. Really? I think, um, yeah, we, our hearts were set on Corfu really from the beginning. We had thought about Paxos, which is an island just off Corfu. Mm. Um, logistically, it would have been an absolute nightmare. And let's be honest, Corfu was hard enough. So <laughs> that, that quickly yeah. went out the window. But um, yeah, Corfu, oh, it was just a dream. One of my favourite places. So you booked it. When did he propose? Oh, crikey, you can ask me all the questions. I, know, I mean, I, I could go know. back to on my WhatsApp um, messages. It was... We, we I went, should know it, this, because I wrote it all in the bloody ceremony. So we took a trip to Iceland, I think it was four years ago now. Three, mm. and, a, three and a half years ago? Mm. It must have been around that, because we were... Um, we'd always planned when we got engaged, we said we would sort of save and have the wedding in about two years' time. Obviously, COVID came along in between that yeah. and delayed things by a year. So um, you got engaged and then you booked the wedding, the original date, which was in 2021. Correct. Uh, 2020? 2020? No. Yeah. No, sorry. 2021. You're right. Mm, I'm jumping around. Yeah. We've only had not even half glasses. Just to sit we're, we're unable to form <laughs> numbers. Um, so, the, so when did you send your invitations out for the 2020 wedding? I think it was a I think it was about six months after. But you got engaged. I might be being way too generous to myself because I'm not that organised a person, but I think it was about six months after. 
And when you decided you were getting married in Corfu, what was the first thing you did? Because I would be like, I wouldn't even know. Venue. Oh, no, sorry. It was it was wedding planner. We, That's we, the first thing. The first thing we did, I think I recognised that like, me and Christmas have quite busy jobs. So um, having someone Corfu side was pretty mm. intrinsical to getting married. <laughs> Just as a side so, note, we don't use such long words on this podcast. Um, intrinsical is incredibly <laughs> highbrow and as a, as a group, my listeners. <laughs> I'm really just here for the shits and, come out once. shits and giggles. Um, <laughs> yeah, because that's quite hard. Also, you found an English one. We did, we did. So we, uh, through the lovely old Instagram, um, found uh, a couple of wedding planners on Corfu. I think there was about three main ones that came up. Um, and yeah, we ended up going with the sort of most established one. I think she'd been doing weddings for 15 years. Wow. Um, so that was really our first thing. Second thing was photographer. <laughs> uh, I did actually, that was probably, I think I booked the photographer before the venue. Is that wrong? No. So I booked the photographer. How did you find him? Again, through Instagram. And did you go for people who only had names you couldn't pronounce? Yes. Yeah. No, In I fact, think that's best. Yeah, that was clever of me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'll leave you a <laughs> We can make something up. You found him through Instagram? Found him through Instagram. Uh, I did contact a couple, so we did actually look at a couple of UK photographers as well, because mm-hmm. um, I wanted also to just practically do a price comparison of uh, looking at UK photographers and bringing them out there or looking at a local photographer. Mm. Um, Anestis was actually, he came from Athens, so he um, flew to the island still, so... Not and really he, local to Corfu. No, but and he spoke English. He spoke English. But then I suppose straight from the get-go, it's different to maybe other abroad weddings because you're, the groom spoke the language of the the place you were getting married. Thank God. Yeah. Yes. So it didn't, it wasn't like everyone had to be English speaking anyway, because actually, even though that would make it easier for you because you don't speak Greek. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> Only swear <laughs> Or sober. <laughs> um, it, it, was, it was easier because of Christos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. So you um, found your photographer, then you found your planner, and then, and then did it was she help you find the venue? Um, she helped coordinate the venue. So she sent us some suggestions uh, based on the size of the wedding mm-hmm. um, that she'd obviously um, used before in Corfu. But we in the background as well were looking at um, private sort of um, agencies. Yeah. Um, and different holiday providers. We neither of us are religious, so we were, I think, quite keen from the get-go to not have a sort of traditional Greek wedding in a church. Um, I feel like lots they of would, incense. Yeah, lots. I feel like that would be lengthy. Very lengthy. Would there um, be? I feel like would there be like the only tradition I really. Hey, that's it. And I was going to ask you to sing <laughs> like that. It's a real shame we missed that it's highlight. Real. <laughs> The other highlight that I did miss from a traditions point of view is I heard after a church ceremony, they pin money to your wedding dress. Yeah, to pay for the wedding. I can't believe that. Why didn't that. you do that? I know. Could you imagine doing that though? The British wedding, they'd be like, oh, have you got any change? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pinning Who's a got note. Who's got... I'd pin like, like a, one of those clear cosmetic bags with loose change in. That's what I would do because I'm so cheap. Oh, yeah. I just like throw pound coins at you. You'd I end mean, up br- bruising yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, rice wasn't much of a no that's true idea. they so did you, that as well in Greece. so you didn't do the chanting you didn't do the money didn't do that what so else? yeah so basically we because in we my decided, mind it's Mamma Mia that that was the brief <laughs> <laughs> that 
the brief Let's was... Let's all be honest here. I will send a Mamma Mia yeah. wedding. But as soon... I mean, I knew that that was always on the cards anyway, but then as soon as you got engaged, and then as soon as that's where you were getting married, I was yeah. like, well, it'll be like Mamma Mia. Yeah, that was... That was the vision. I was literally... I was thinking, I'm going to have to climb up old cobblestone <laughs> on a donkey to get to some remote chapel... I mean, we almost we almost did that, but mm. no. Mm. Luckily, Villa George came to the rescue. Oh, Villa no, George. We, Villa George. Um, no, we found we myself and Christos actually found this amazing villa through um, I think it was Scott Williams through an agency. Yeah, nice. Hey, pay yeah. me later. <laughs> You're welcome, uh, Scott. <laughs> All these seven <laughs> listeners of mine. <laughs> And um, we we went out to Corfu. I think it was around Easter time. I was going to say, how soon after securing the wedding planner yeah. did you go out? I think it was about three months. And did you know what time of year you wanted to get that, married? Yes. Yeah. yeah, we knew we wanted... Um, summer in Greece, as you can imagine, is scorching. El scorching, so, as the locals el- say. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know you could speak that. I'm fluent. Spanish? Mm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that was Spanish. Good. Well, I won't tip up the fist. Um, and, um, what was I saying? You went out to Greece. <laughs> went out to Greece. Yeah, it, it was about, we hadn't actually confirmed the wedding planner at that point, so we'd spoken with her, yeah. but we didn't confirm her until we'd met her in person. Um, and at that what point, what would you have done so, if you didn't like her in person? Come with another one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's this is a firm no. <laughs> no. Luckily, she was very pleasant in our first meeting, and um, yeah, in that visit. So I think it was Easter time in Greece. Um, we went out and looked around venues. I think it was we looked at three with her in a in a day. And were they what were they hotels, restaurants, um, actual what, venues? No, all of them were a uh, couple were actual sort of like wedding venues. So they were villas, but they were equipped for yeah. events. Um, and then the third one that we looked at on that day was Villa George, which was the villa oh. m- myself and Christos suggested. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily and this is one of the perks obviously with having a wedding planner she knew everyone on the island so when I said mm. oh I found this amazing villa north of Corfu she's like oh yeah I know the cleaner yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get us in <laughs> I they, know the cleaner. they don't do visits oh yeah like I know Amelia yeah um I'll, I've just texted her and we've got yes. a, we've got an appointment to go and see the villa on Friday morning does that work it's like okay see, amazing that's, but that's really good I did an interview with a wedding planner recently and she said I said do you travel and she said I could travel but actually I tend to work only where I am based in the Cotswolds because if I went up north I wouldn't have that pool of people yeah she was like whereas if I'm down south I know I can go right I've no florist a photographer whatever and so she can pick from it so that is actually really handy exactly and actually it was, it was good just while you mentioned that um she definitely had her list of vendors mm. um, but she had like i'd say she obviously after we gave the budget she gave us then a choice of sort of three yeah uh, for each slender down please. exactly so it wasn't like an overwhelming amount of choice yeah obviously being on Corfu Island there's not an yes. overwhelming amount of choice anyway it's not a giant but, island um it made it a bit more manageable for us to make decisions you know when we needed to so that was good did you find it hard? I suppose it's not like time difference. What is it? An hour or two? Uh, two hours. Two hours. And you've got someone who speaks the language. Yeah. So I suppose it was. Was it that hard to communicate with everyone? 
Um, not really. Um, what I did find with the the wedding planner, obviously, as you mentioned, she's she was English anyway, um, but the, she also employed um, lots of Greek people, mm. and um, you could tell sometimes when the emails were coming from her, yeah. and when they were coming from members of her team, because yeah. the um, sometimes we had to make sense of the grammar, the grammar, and yeah. what we were saying um but no yeah it, it was it was quite simple in that respect what did you find most stressful about planning oh um and this by the way i did mention how organized you are i mean you are very organized oh, thank yeah. you very much you're incredibly late like in life I like am. you really struggle with punctuality notorious but um you're very organized was that another long word yeah notoriously no, okay. we can cope with that <laughs> <laughs> Alex said reticent. I, can't I don't even know what that I means. No, I don't either. Um, <laughs> what's worrying is that I write for a living. So that's fun. Um, the stress, I think, um, came, I think, during COVID. Yeah. So, so you booked the date. Yeah. Booked the date, booked the um, villa. That was the first stress, actually. Now I'm remembering. It's all coming back. Oh, God, it's all oh coming God, back. It's all Drink coming back. Um, was, during COVID, uh, the villa that we booked through the original agency, um, we were contacted about... Um, God, it must have been six months after booking, basically saying um, that we might not be able to have the wedding there because... Um, the agency was no longer the villa's agency. Um, I don't know well, what stupid happened. Stupid technicality. It's very annoying. Um, but basically, this villa went with a different agency out there, hence then Scott Williams. Um, but the prices went up dramatically. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know if I ever told you this. Yeah, the prices. Well, you told me a similar story with the rehearsal dinner venue. Oh, but... crikey. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's one for later. <laughs> Um, no, the prices of the villa actually went up, but we were fortunate enough to... Did it um, say in your contract? Like, um, It didn't, no, but actually the villa owner, um, because we'd um, spoken to her before, and I think she was actually really excited about us having the wedding there. Yeah. Um, well, is that because you said Olivia Coleman was coming? But, uh, yeah, that's yeah. funny you no, mentioned no, that. That was exactly when that the, does. Yeah, when, when the light bulb. Yeah, mm, and no, she said, happens. "No, you can't. We can't move this date." No, I so I no. So um, the owner basically uh, agreed with the new agency that we would have we paid the old price, which was amazing. So they honoured the previous price, which God, it's stuff like that that I just think happens. That was stressful. Actually, yeah, and it happens a lot. Yeah. And with the COVID thing, mm. was it easy to postpone it? Well, was it you almost know, exactly a year? Was it, it about a weekend? Year exactly, and a weekend, it was a weekend part. Um, it was. It was stressful um, because obviously all the vendors say if you, you know, yeah. if you cancel, da, 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 da. But actually all of them didn't uh, give us a postponement fee or anything. Yeah. They just moved the moved dates the on, which And you managed to keep for. all your suppliers? managed to keep all the suppliers that's good yeah yeah there were well, no actually, there were no changes you managed goodness. to gain one who did i get she's looking at me puzzled oh. <laughs> because this lovely lady right here because i couldn't do the original of day of course oh my god and it wouldn't have been the wedding that Thank it was you. without you. you literally she's not even paying me to say that Oh, yeah, I'm cooking oh, a lunch. Oh. Um, no well that's You're good so though, right yeah thank you thank you forgot sometimes people do i mean that 
I didn't really feel that because I didn't start until after COVID. Mm. My first few weddings were in lock, like when you could only have five or ten, seven people, or whatever stupid yeah. rule it was. But so I didn't really feel that. But with the venues, especially, and with all the suppliers, mm. I know how difficult it was because you took all these bookings and you you had all this money. And actually, ninety five percent of wedding industry people are self employed and they work on their own. Yeah. So like that that money paid for the food to go on the table. Like exactly. they needed that money. Exactly. So it was really hard to be like, well, because I quite often found myself between a rock and a hard place in that my industry friends being like, well, what can I do? I can't give them their money back. And then mm. my friends who are getting married being like, well, that's not fair. Yeah, no, totally. It was a really, it was a tough time. It was stressful. That, that did add a layer of yeah. angst on for sure. Um, it wasn't just that as well for us when we made the decision to postpone um, technically I, I think it, it could have still been possible for us to have the wedding yes I feel like it could have it still was, been possible but I think it was when they were having the the sort of there was a system in place in Europe where was it like the, the colour like, coded yeah, system yeah, yeah. that was it so I think it was on amber that was right god it's all coming back <laughs> it's all, it was it, on amber isn't it a weird thing like I feel like I've forgotten that I whole know me too period. it must have blanked it from there my memory there was a very brief moment I feel like it was literally a week in yeah. England where they did a colour coding thing and it was like if you were if your county was green, it was clear and then whatever, whatever, whatever. And Herefordshire, where my parents are, was green. And it was like one of the very few counties in the whole of the UK that was completely clear. Everything could reopen, normal life resumed. <laughs> Which was in Herefordshire. And Wales was like black, so you couldn't <laughs> do anything. And because it's the neighbouring county, like literally there were busloads of Welsh people coming to Hereford to go to the pubs. God, so it, it took mad, like two days it? for Hereford then to become like, don't yeah. go there. It's it extinct. was a crazy time. So weird. It was crazy. But also, it wasn't, by the time, because you postponed, it wasn't even a thing then. No, it was just, I mean, for us, it was, you know, guests would have had to have paid extra money to do the tests. It wasn't, I was worrying that people may or may not just come because of obviously the nervousness around COVID. Could come the first time and couldn't come the second. Um, I think there were a few people. Um, Obviously, you and your lovely husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, No, I think there there were a few people. I can't think who they no, are. No, well, I'm not important. Um, <laughs> we were on the plane coming over. I said this in my story time. And I, like, held... I had this... I think I said it to you. I had the ceremony folder, like, under my arm the whole time. Because I was like, I can lose my suitcase, but I can't lose my ceremony. But really, if I'm being honest, I just wanted people to ask me about it. <laughs> there was a time that. where I was like... Read it. You should have read it out I know. I, like, I should have, like, story time on oh. the plane. I remember I was well, they stood were doing up... The- <laughs> and the emergency exit I stood up because you know I suffer terribly from a disc bulge my bad back as you know <laughs> I stood up so like I could stretch my back and obviously on some slightly subconscious level I was like well this is a good opportunity so I was stood up stretching my back and I took my folder out and was like <laughs> holding it up so that someone would walk past on their way to the loo and be like oh Olivia Coleman <laughs> how interesting what are you doing here on your way to Corfu hold up to all the cameras <laughs> in the airport <laughs> be like oh hi thank you for asking i'm just here to officiate a wedding um so we got out there and it was amazing so you had this villa and you you and your family had it for a week we had it for a week so myself and christos actually flew out there i think it was a week and a half before the wedding yeah you were Um, very tanned and anyone i think that is 
booking abroad, I would definitely recommend going out slightly earlier. Um, I definitely valued that time just to chill. Chill. Yeah. Um, I could visit the vendors that, because obviously we were in the UK, I hadn't been able to um, sort of see or meet mm. in that period beforehand, and it definitely just calmed yeah. some of my nerves. Yeah, you were quite still nervous. You were quite she nervous, weren't you? I was nervous. I was nervous. Uh, but, okay, it so was the day before that. This is what I want to ask you, though. So, you, when and where and how did you get legally married? Because everyone knows I'm a fraud. Okay, there's no. Well, we were an absolute fraud for three months. We weren't married. Three. You got. So... You did it afterwards. Okay, so there's a whole. Story I'm, I'm with really this. upset now. I thought um, that you did it before. There's... I didn't even ask because they... I don't care. Because in my eyes, when, I, when Olivia Coleman marries you, you're married. So this is a really important part, which okay. no one explained to me, even the wedding planner. Well, I'm not legal. No. You knew I wasn't legal. legal. <laughs> you knew I'm illegal. No, the legal, the legalities of getting married abroad. abroad. Yeah. So... Oh, she should, that should be like so 101. This she never went into, and this was one of mine and Christos's slight issues. issues. Um, basically, yeah, basically, when you get married abroad, um, we didn't realise... Even though he's from that country? Even though he's from that country. Is he still a resident? Is that a thing? Uh, he, has, he has a British passport, but he's right. dual, yeah, dual nationality. Um, so we didn't realise how early you had to start all of the paperwork and those proceedings mm. in mm. order to get the legal documents, get them stamped, um, also then get them translated what? the other side. But why would you need them? Uh... So apparently you still needed them translated and then stamped on the Surely Greek side. Surely there's someone in England that speaks Greek. Apparently not. Christoph is <laughs> one of them. Um, apparently you needed all the paperwork translated and we needed to go over there with all these documents and da-da-da-da-da. Basically, long story short, but we should that... have... So you... But is that so you could get married in Greece? In... Uh, so that we could have got married in Greece before the ceremony. So the the original so plan this was, the, was plan. the original plan was to always go to the town council in yeah. Greece um, and get officially married the day before our mm. a proper wedding. Yeah, um, thank, with you. thank you, thank you, um, proper wedding. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's, the real one. That's the real date. Yeah, um, but that never happened because me and Christos um, completely overlooked this and only that's started. That's your famous punctuality coming in. We <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It was over with. Um, and we only started looking at doing this about six weeks before, um, and then having spoken to the um, office, the mm. council on this side, quickly realised with a very stern <gasps> lady at oh, yeah. uh, um, Trowbridge Town Council oh, um, that um, we wouldn't get the paperwork in time unless we spent a ridiculous amount of money um, sending it off and getting it all fast tracked. So basically, with everything else going on, Christos and I just made the decision: let's not worry about it. The wedding will be the wedding. Yeah. Um, when we come back onto UK soil, we'll get the legalities done in, in the UK. And that's the, that was easy? That was easy. That was easy. So, yeah, no translating. When no... did you even do it? I didn't even know you did that. So we actually did it a couple of months after <laughs> the wedding. <laughs> It was it was it was the same year. Who were your witnesses? Uh, my mum and Christos's sister Sophia. So oh. it was really lovely. Was sorry, it lovely? Sorry, one. Did you dress up? Uh, no. Did you wear your suit? No, I didn't. It. I because we didn't. Where was want it? To I've got it. so many questions. <laughs> 
it was in Trowbridge, yeah. but I think we didn't want I to make a thing of it. Until, I know, but we didn't want to make a thing of it at all no. because in our minds, the wedding was the wedding. You were married. We were married. We yeah. have been married since the 9th of December. December? Yeah. September. September. <laughs> um, of September. And yeah, we just didn't want to make it a big thing. But it was actually quite official. I was surprised. They made us stand up and look at each yeah. other lovingly. And Did you tell them you'd had a celebrate ceremony? We did. Yeah, they loved we that. Did. They, they loved it. They, they loved really it. lapped They're that like, up. oh, well, this one's important too. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. They're like, oh, right. this is this is the real one. Yeah. Pipe down, Karen. <laughs> she was a Karen She well. was such a Karen. She wasn't an Olivia Colman. <laughs> she was not an Olivia Colman. And they get so funny about it. I'm like, I'm sorry, Karen. We're in Trowbridge Town Hall with two people. We're not on a villa with an infinity pool in Corfu. Oh, wait, in the blazing heat, Absolutely for heaven's not. sake. They were two worlds apart, really. <laughs> they were two worlds apart. I mean, I couldn't even Do you compare. think... Now, I don't know how to phrase this question without mm. sounding like a twat, so I'm just going to say it. Throw it at me. Story of my life. Do you think that if you... <laughs> I'm such a dick. Oh, no, what's coming? If you didn't know me... Um... <laughs> And I wasn't... Because when Megs and I... I said this on last week's episode. Megs and I have known each other for 10 years. We used to work together, not in the wedding industry. <laughs> and so I've become a celebrant since I've known you. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know me and I wasn't a celebrant, would you still have done it that way? 100%. Yeah. 100%. I honestly look back and I wouldn't have changed a single thing about the day. Even the moment that I nearly... Oh, even the moment. Really? No. Really? We'll, we'll I'm get, still we'll getting it. No, well, I mentioned you, that. Yeah, yeah, I told them. No, why would you? Because I the best still part? have sleepless nights about it. Oh, stop it. I do. That That is the moment. And <laughs> I can't even remember what I said, but. You it literally looked at me. Nerves. And went, oh my god, no. <laughs> if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I'm not going to explain it to you. You're going to have to go back and re listen to it and then come back to this one. You literally looked at me and went, oh my god, no. No, that was the moment, honestly. That was the moment I shat myself. Oh my <laughs> I shat myself in Tabata in Corfu. That's what I did. It was perfect. It was it was brilliant. It was, yeah, it was perfectly. Were executed. you not at any point nervous because you hadn't read it? You didn't know. Do you know, know what? I actually wasn't. Do you know I what I said say that. on Storytime episode last week? Is I said, idiots, because they are the first couple to ever. Not only did they say we don't want to read it, like proofread it, but we want, I think Christos's exact words were, be as you as you can be. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Because we trust you with our life. You shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. No, and honestly, wouldn't have had it any other way. I think it was almost more special that we hadn't read it. But you, um, couldn't, you surely couldn't listen to it. Like, the adrenaline's going. I feel like people don't really take it in in that moment. I It, it did go in. Yeah. went in it an went absolute out, so yeah. flash. And, yeah, there were definitely points that I'm like, wait, what is going on? Where or who are all these people? What's she saying? What's she saying? Did Sephora say yes? I do. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, no, what was obviously so lovely is that you printed it for us. Yeah. Um, I don't she's do that. very good. No, some people do that as a service, and I don't. Oh, I only did special, it for you. special <laughs> people. That was their wedding present. <laughs> um, we were able to look at it afterwards, and actually it was a really special moment. So, <laughs> it was it was majestic. It was great. What? <laughs> Something I also mentioned about is your first dance. Oh God, don't. So you decided a few days prior that you were going to do a traditional Greek dance. So okay, so which in my mind is like Stavros Flatley from <laughs> um, Britain's Got Talent. So wait, 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 what was your DJ called? Uh... <laughs> 
DJ Petros. No, I thought it was DJ Spartacus. Oh, no, he, 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 that was one of the changes. Oh, I forgot about him DJ as well. Spartacus? DJ Spartacus? Did he have some sort of gladiator tournament that he just couldn't get so out of? So he had a double booking, everybody. Oh, we don't talk about Spartacus. <laughs> we no. don't talk about Spartacus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we, yeah, originally booked him, um, and unfortunately he had a double booking, so we went with another DJ recommended by the wedding planner. But he was good. Uh, he was great. So mm. actually, it was, yeah, it was And it now was this fine. is interesting. I had a meeting this morning, actually, with a future couple, and they are having a band, and we spoke about music, and mm. they said their top priority is music. Yeah. So they paid a fortune for a band, not just a DJ. Interesting. You had just a DJ. We did. And if I'm being brutally honest, I don't recommend that, because mm. I think no live music can fall a bit flat. Yeah. Maybe I was drunk. <laughs> Maybe it was the Corfu air. We had a few. But it rolls. did not feel flat. No, no, I agree with you. And that the was the dance floor was packed. It was one of my worries. I also think it was helpful that the dance floor was quite small. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I think for the number of people, actually it made it really intimate. Yeah. Um and that was I think that was really nice. We were worried about that as well. And hundred percent if I'd have stretch the budget a little more yeah, we would yeah, have yeah. had a saxophonist or something um, but we did have the greek band playing you did um in the reception which was really important because we still wanted some authentic before the uh 50 cent and everything <laughs> else came out <laughs> before the 90s yeah. <laughs> basically um but no yeah i thought the dj was great but um yeah is there anything the food was delicious sharing style food was great yeah i mean actually Very one Greek. Of, yeah one of the first things our wedding planner said to us when she basically said she was asking us where we wanted to spend the money and what, yes. what our priorities in the wedding yeah um, and you said olivia coleman i said number but one she's cheap because <laughs> she fancies the groom yeah she's head over here i mean there's yeah. photos to prove it you st- looking Stop. into his eyes <laughs> It's real, everyone. When Meg's, when Meg's and Crystal sent me the photos of us at the ceremony. I'm framing I, that one. I know. Yeah. I'm so excited to put all over my socials. I was literally like, oh my God, look at us. We're so in love. Like, all three of us are so in love. It was the perfect trio. It was. Um, no. Oh, what was I saying? Then? I don't know. I I'm forgot. Lost. I had a whole glass of I this. know. That was a bad idea. When you, when I came... So I said, about we had the rehearsal, and then we had the rehearsal dinner, which yes. was a bit... Ah, now, so that's something I mentioned in story time. Rehearsal dinner, everyone's had a few, there's a few on board, and God bless R.I.P. the Queen decides to pop her clogs the night for your wedding. Now I'm not gonna say that's selfish, because that's 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 a country's (laughs) head of state. But that wasn't and I literally, when that news broke, I looked straight over to you and I was seven apples to the wind but I looked straight over to you and I was like they they don't know it was incredibly dramatic I like turned to everyone on our table and I looked over at you and Crystal so you were smiling and I was like they don't don't know (laughs) they don't know what should we do they don't know it was a pivotal moment everyone was like just just leave them be let their (laughs) happiness linger for as long as it's humanly possible yeah that was that was really sad but on the day that didn't change a thing it didn't, and you made a lovely um, reference to it at the beginning of the Thank ceremony, you. which was very well thought out. Um, but no, that that was that was really sad. Actually, there was there was crying. But also was... for the future, Christosa will never forget your anniversary. You say that. <gasps> Funny story there, Liv. We it's a, not your anniversary yet. You haven't been married yet. We did a Christmas quiz. Yes, I did a family Christmas quiz She's in December. I'm, I'm her. <laughs> and in that quiz, uh, one of the questions, Christos was obviously um, on a team. I was the 
referee, adjudicator. Re- let's call it referee. Yeah, yeah. Um, and bitch. I said, um, what was the date that the Queen died? And um, he didn't know. And I obviously looked at Crystal's and was like, obviously, you should all know this because it was the date before our wedding. He got the bloody date wrong. Idiot. Got the date wrong. Did you ask the question in Greek? I don't think I talked to him for at least an hour. Have you had a fallout yet since you've been married? Mm, he still leaves dishes in the sink. Oh, Jesus. They never change. Yeah. They never, ever change. Mm. Yeah, old habits die hard. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're there to stay. How long after your actual wedding were you, like, so in love? Like, how long did that bubble last? A long time, actually. Oh, that's No, it did. Um, And we haven't even been on a honeymoon yet. No, you haven't. Have you booked that? No, we've booked Paris in a few weeks for a long weekend, which is very amazing. Yeah. Um, but no, we haven't actually booked a official honeymoon yet, so we've got that to look forward Did to. Did you get the wedding blues? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. But it worse. It doesn't. I know. Well, I we all got them. Your yeah. guests got them. I I mean that that really was some of the moments where I just sat looking through all the photos. Yeah, yeah. Weeping with a glass of wine in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> with a, what's a traditional Greek drink? Um, oh, they're bad. They're all bad. Yeah, like Uzo. a kebab in your left oh, hand and a user in the oh, other just crying God. into your bathtub. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It was a great it Friday was... night. <laughs> it's the best. It's my normal weekend. Um, yeah, it was It was real sad. I mean, because it was an abroad wedding, obviously it's not just a day. It was lengthened. But see, over... that's interesting. So I've had couples before who've got had an abroad wedding. But also, you say abroad wedding, like mm. there are logistics involved with flights and all the rest of it. But actually... I had a wedding before Christmas that was in Durham and everyone was travelling from London in the south. That mm. was a four-hour, five-hour drive. Yeah, yeah. It was. Le- it took less time to get to you in Corfu than it did for me to get there. Door-to-door, yeah. So not everyone does do a two- or three-day thing because mm. you had the rehearsal dinner the night before, the wedding, and then the beach, beach day, mm-hmm. the next day. The next day, Where which I really turned nice. up with a tinny... <laughs> Literally, everyone was like really hungover and dying, and that, they were like, "Oh my god, Liv, how can you?" I was like, "Grow up, <laughs> get one Grow down, up yeah. and drink it, you absolute <laughs> amateurs." It was perfect. Yeah, tinny in one hand, I know, pitter in the other. <laughs> oh, what a day! What a what day! A day. But, I, but yeah, some people don't, and I, do, I do think that if you are expecting people to travel that far, that was it. I think it's only fair. I I agree with you. <laughs> it's only no, fair. I think for us I, that was that was definitely a big consideration because we were obviously so grateful that everyone yeah. travelled um, and spent the money. Obviously, yeah. staying um, abroad, taking time off work, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So for us, we had to have a free bar. Um, yes. that was just our. I got yeah, no money's worth. I thought it. <laughs> Well you're welcome. welcome. I'm glad. Yes, you're welcome. So, too bloody right. Um, no, free bar was essential. And, yeah, it was basically um, making sure, well, logistics were as covered on the day as they could be. Um, they were. It wasn't perfect, but um, that was actually something that our wedding planner um, picked out really early at the start. When she was asking us what we wanted to spend yeah. money on, where the focuses were, uh, she, I naturally, because my job is in styling was like the tables yeah. and the flowers they need they need to look great which looked exceptional and she kind of looked at me as if i was being very selfish no. and she just said um okay well that's great yes we will look at those things but um in her mind 
the most important things were logistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're having an abroad wedding, make making sure that um, in an island, obviously, where there's a limited amount of taxis yeah. and transportation, yeah. that that was uh, pre-booked. You want to make covered. it easy for your you guests. Make it easy They've for made the guests. that effort and that expense totally. and that time. You don't want any stress um, yeah. going their way. So, yeah, logistics was really important. The bar was very important and the food was really important. So all putting all that together, was it worth it? hundred percent. Because I was there. Because <laughs> Livy was our celebrant. Um, Not no, it was, it was. It 100% was worth it. Um, I don't even know what... If you got married in the UK, I don't I even know what that would have looked bit. like. I can't even imagine it. I can't I'm imagine two a night that didn't end with my rented her dress in a swimming pool. Oh, God, don't. Um, I have nightmares about it. You know, you um, know, as a, um, as a human, being thrown in a pool is one of my <laughs> least favourite things in life. I hate. When I was a teenager and we would go to pool parties, I used to keep my Nokia 3210 <laughs> on me at all times so that if anyone I've was like... I've got a phone! Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't throw me in. I've got technology on me. I hate it. And they would they Whereas came up I to me. I love it. I know. They came up to me and there was like two of them and they were like, so I'm on my own. I was like, hang on, let me let me just take everything out of my pockets. <laughs> like, it's happening, it's happening. There weren't many guests that didn't end up in the pool. It was great. Well, your mum was the first one in, wasn't my she? My mum swanned in like a bloody Giselle. <laughs> <laughs> She just walked down the steps. She didn't even jump. Like some sort she of flamingo. She literally like swashed her arms as she was walking through. She sashayed into the pool. She did uh, very elegantly, and everyone followed with massive. I bombs. know. So yeah, it was, no, it's great. It was bloody brilliant, and I think I've only been as a guest. I mean, I was a guest and and working, but as a guest, I've only been to three abroad weddings, mm-hmm. and all of them were exceptional. Because, like you say, they were very well planned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very well planned. The logistics, all of them were more than one day. Yeah. Um, and they were all less than 70 guests. Yeah, yeah. So you felt, genuinely, by the end of it, you felt like you'd made friends. I think that was something that myself and Christos took away um, and just helped with the whole experience. The fact that all of our friends and family got along so well. We really and did. They really bonded. We really did. Um, but that helped because they were all half of them so were gorgeous lovely and to Greek. witness. Yeah, I mean... I think there was an ugly person there. <laughs> but you know, when you speak... Someone said to me once, if you... Someone was like, there's always an ugly one in your friendship group. And if the person says there's no one ugly in our friendship group, it's because they're the ugly one. <laughs> So if I'm saying to you now, there wasn't an ugly person there, that's because I... <laughs> oh, shut up. No. It was Lies. sensational. It was great. Yeah, I miss it, I miss it dearly. If we could do this again, that would be great. We'll just talk about it again. <laughs> right, well, James has just messaged me. The boys are coming back. They've had enough. Oh, we have to stop. I know. They've had... No, we can talk about it. We just can't record it. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming to my house. Thank you for having me. And I'm giving you fizz and crisps, which you can now eat. Are you starving? I'm starving. I know, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening, and we'll speak to you all next week. Say bye. Bye. Say, what's bye in Greek? Yasu. 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 That sounds like something you'd order and, at And then we say, yamas, and we cheers. Yamas. Yamas. Cheers. We didn't do any cheersing, so I was sober the whole time. I'll Marry You is a podcast by Olivia Coleman. The music is Mr. Sunnyface by Wayne Jones, and the show is produced and edited by Drew Toynbee.
this up. <laughs> well, if you'll introduce me. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. Um, so, see, this is what happens. What I do is I get like nervous, and I just say, and then I'm like, true, I delete it. Yeah. 